Is it possible? Is it possible to overcome adversity, to develop grit, to live a rich, full life? Hello, hello. It is Lara Pereka, and you are here on uh, season two of the podcast. I don't know, episode three ish or four ish. <laughs> uh, Lara Pereka here to help you move on to that next level. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Today I want to talk about <sighs> adversity and grit, really. You know, how do you develop that resolve, that ability to make it when tough times are all you have? I know what it's like to feel alone. I know what it's like to be misunderstood, rejected. Hungry, poor, broke. Talk about not having a pot to piss in. I remember having only a bucket and my mom (laughs) holding me over the bucket saying, okay, this is the only place we have for you to go potty, for you to go to the bathroom. It was a big room. There was no furniture at all. Yeah, there were times where we had, you know, milk crates for furniture. Do you know what a milk crate is? It was an old uh, wooden box with... uh, Let's see, one, two, three, four, five sides, and one side, the top part open. And people would flip them around and use them for chairs and end tables and coffee tables and such. But in this particular place where we didn't have a pot to piss in, (laughs) um, it was just a big room, no furniture at all. I don't know, you know, I look back on it and I was just a kid, so I, you know, my memory is very clear on that room, but I don't know how we ended up there. I know we weren't there for very long. Uh, I remember a little older, you know, wearing worn out shoes and gosh, my brothers and I would sell postcards to the tourists to just to get money for food to give our parents. (laughs) We also sold newspapers so we could uh, have some money for our parents to buy us food. I remember myself as a parent, single parent, my daughter must have been two and a half or two, maybe even younger than that because she was in my arms. So so, uh, one one of the memories I have, she was about, uh, like I said, one and a half, and she had a bad fever, and I had no one to help me. So it's 2 a.m., she's awake, I'm out of the baby Tylenol, I have to take her in my arms with me to Walmart at 2 a.m. to buy the baby Tylenol and then to get home and give it to her and put her to bed. And I remember at that moment that I realized I was quite alone. But you know what? I had already developed some grit by then. So it wasn't like I felt sorry for myself or felt like a victim or had any kind of pity party at all. Because I was way, way stronger than that. I had already had so much adversity in my life that this was just, you know, par for the course. It was only when I looked back on it later that I thought, wow, you know, I did not have it easy for the most part. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I would feel a little jealous of those people that just grew up in middle class America and found their perfect partner and were married forever and Never seemed to have any, you know, exciting times, but never had any miserable times either. Anyway, I digress. 
So yes, I have had pretty much every bad emotion that a person could have. And yet, I remember as a teenager deciding, I had the resolve to change. Uh, We were living in Miami, and it was back in the day when people liked to panel their walls. So we had paneling on the walls in the living room, but it was only halfway up the wall. So (laughs) the paneling went around the living room wall, uh, three walls of the living room, And we had so many cockroaches in that house. I remember they would hide behind the wooden paneling and they would come out sometimes and walk up the wall. And it was okay if they were on the wall, but when they were on the ceiling, it was not very comfortable because every once in a while, (laughs) their sticky feet would not stick and they would just fall. You'd be looking at a cockroach walking on the ceiling and, you know, waging bets like, ah, let's see, is this one going to fall? And sometimes they would just fall This is like the grossest thing for me to be remembering about Miami. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yes, I have been through it all. Yet, standing in that house as a teenager, I remember deciding, I declared to the universe, I looked around that room, probably looked at the cockroaches coming out from behind the paneling, and I said to myself, I will never be too broke to buy diapers for my child. Now, I didn't have a child. There were no children in diapers in the household. I don't know what made me think of that or choose that. But for whatever reason, I chose that as my symbolism, you know, symbolic representation that I would, God bless the child who's got his own, you know, I would be able to handle my own finances. And and I did. The universe responded kindly to me. Fast forward and... Um, I'm financially free now. I have been uh, one of the top 3% in my profession. The top 3% of the professionals in my field. That's me. You know, that has been me. Um, What else? Financially free. Top earner in my field. Granted, it's the field of education, which didn't pay that much. (laughs) But I was definitely at that glass ceiling. I definitely at the top. Um, I have receive top awards. I'm not saying all this to show off. I'm just saying that people can go through massive amounts of adversity and rise to the top. But how? How does somebody go from a cold South Philadelphia row house to living in the Bahamas, living on Miami Beach, uh, living in the luxury of uh, Las Vegas? How does that happen? And more importantly, can something Can a story like this from Rags to Riches, can it happen to you? If it can happen to me, can it happen to you? Well, I would venture to say yes. You can go from just surviving to thriving because many people have done it, not just me. You can live a rich, full life because many people are living a rich, full life, not just me. How, though? How can you be better, stronger, and wiser? If I can do it, you can do it. But how? And this is just assuming that you're not already better, stronger, and wiser, because I'm sure you are. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're already the kind of person that is into personal growth and bettering yourself. And, you know, that's why you're open to conversations like this. Well, what does it take? Well, it takes a lot of things, but first thing that comes to mind for me is wellness is pretty much 
not just wellness, but full spectrum wholeness, mind, body, spirit, all together. Like think of a seesaw. When you were a kid, did you ever play on a seesaw? And you hoped to find a friend who was about the same weight as you. (laughs) Because if they were much heavier, you'd be up in the sky all the time. And if they were much lighter, they'd be up high and you'd be sitting on the ground with your butt on the ground. Well, if you get a seesaw and you put any two of the important things in your life on there, you kind of want to... You want them to balance. It's natural that you'll go up and down. Maybe you'll have more finances at some point or another or better health at some point or another. But the balance is what is preferable. It's preferable to have a bit of balance in your life. So mind, body, and spirit are all important for wellness. And too often, too many people just focus on one. You know, the intellectual type will focus on the mind and be very much into learning and intellectualizing everything. And then, of course, there's uh, that time period in your life where you're so into your body, right? You want everything perfect and you spend hours at the gym or working out or doing whatever you do. And then usually, too soon old, too late smart, we spend more time developing our spirit in our later years, right? We become wise. I have a little index card taped to the wall in my bathroom and it says forever 29 restored youthfulness Uh, and I name a few other things that I'm going to do and then at the bottom I put but with the wisdom of age (laughs) right because as you get older you do start to realize what really matters you don't want to be on the treadmill anymore you're not so much into achievement as you are uh, full spectrum you know everything um Bridging that gap between mind, body, and spirit. We wouldn't have a complete conversation if we didn't talk about family and connection and collaboration. You know, that makes your life rich when you're good at communicating. That's why I teach communication. I'm all about connection and communication. I I love those topics. Because you can have so much growth when you learn to improve yourself in those areas. Collaboration is so important. Boy, when you learn how to have a conversation, how to let iron sharpen iron and that synergy to happen, that's when you really, really start to have exponential growth. You know, I never thought of myself as one to teach people about wealth because, I don't know, maybe I was programmed at a young age that wealthy people are not uh, as nice or as fun as poor people. But as the years went on, I learned that that was BS. That was a belief system that no longer served me, and so I let it go. Let it go, let it go. <laughs> right? It didn't serve me anymore. So, but, but what I did discover, because I spoke for the women of wealth, and I, you know, have, um, I, I had learned a lot as a classroom teacher, and then a mentor, and a train-the-trainer, I learned a lot about poverty, middle class, and the elite, and the different hidden rules in each of those systems, systems they are, and, and so I was able to, you know, maybe do a little, little looking at my own life and realizing, you know, I really have been astute, I have been pretty good 
with finances. Very good, except for um, when you get married and then you get divorced. Of course, you must share everything that you have acquired. So I suppose I've been better at um, earning income and investing than I have at uh, marrying. <laughs> but then again, in America, who who isn't at least on their second marriage, right? So anyway, um, can you be better, stronger, and wiser? Well, if I can do it, then I'm here to tell you, you can too. So in future episodes, I will talk to you. I'll share my secrets, man, I will. I will lay it on the table. I'll tell you stories about my youth and stories about my young adulthood and stories about my wild and crazy days as well as my calm, cool, and sophisticated times. I will share with you. And if there's any nugget that you can use, great. I'd love to help you out. Remember that you can leave me a voice message. Or you can always reach out to me by email, laura at sevendailyhabits.com. So go ahead, call me, write to me, and um, I'll answer your questions if I can. My handle on Twitter and Instagram is at lmpareka. L as in Laura, M as in Marie, and Pareka, P-O-R-R-E-C-A. Go ahead and reach out. And between now and then, remember, you can be better, wiser, and stronger. If I can do it, so can you. It's your turn. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. Are you? Bye.